I see you. And you're listening to Fix My Car Cast with Bear Claw Billy. And whoa, there is a beautifully atmospheric level of fog today. Hey, this is great. Not great that people still aren't paying attention to the crosswalks. But wow, do you ever walk outside and see like just the perfect fog and you want to film a movie? Like, you're just like, we can't pass up the opportunity. This is real genuine article fog. Anyway, sorry I'm so obsessed with the fog. Let's get to this show and what it's about and all that good stuff. Uh, You're listening to Fix My Car Cast, which is a show where I record a podcast on my way to or from work. Why am I walking to work? For my health. No, it's because my car is in the shop. Um, And this podcast is to help raise money for that unfortunate problem. I need to raise about $3,000. We're wiggling our way to $500. And I'm just going to get real with you. The last week, we've gotten no new donations. And that bums me out. Because if I'm going to make the worst idea for a podcast, I at least wanted to make some money. (laughs) Um, So I vowed to keep this thing going until the money is raised and I'm going to stick to that because it's nice to have something with an episode going up every single day, every single weekday with bonus episodes on the weekends for patrons only. Go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash bearclawbilly. That's me. Um, Okay. We have a topic for today. Um, If you donate, you get to pick a topic. If you join my Patreon, you get to pick a topic. You've probably noticed I'm starting to breathe heavy, and that's why this is a terrible idea for a podcast. I don't like exercise, but I'm doing a podcast while I get some. So, today's topic comes to us from Emily, and they have suggested a pretty great one I think this is going to be an all-the-way-homer, even though I'm heading to work. So it's probably an all-the-way-to-worker. So, today's topic, as you've probably guessed from the thumbnails that I keep cranking out for a podcast inexplicably, which makes it a really long upload time to YouTube, and I should probably figure out an audio-only way to upload these. Sorry to keep you in suspense on the topic. Uh, We got comedian and musician Keith Heber coming up later in the show. And now I'll tell you the topic. Ready? Proceed with topic in three, two, James Cameron, the films of James James Cameron. Um, You'll see that the exercise throws off my comedic timing. Um, So, you know, there's that. Um, So, yeah, um, the trailer for Avatar 2, Ava 2, has dropped. And you see... Pretty much nothing you wouldn't expect from Avatar 2. Because, uh, you know, those movies... Those movies... There's only one. What a forced franchise. Only Disney would be so bold. Um, yeah, in the trailer, you know, it, it's Avatar shit, man. They're just doing Avatar shit. <laughs> like, genuinely, when I saw the trailer, that's all I thought. It was just like, oh, they're doing some Avatar shit. But okay... I have been asked to rank the films of one Mr. James Cameron. Now, you may have listened to the episode, no you didn't, where I talked about the AFI 100 comedies. And I had 
a list so that I could look at them all. My phone is in airplane mode when I record, so I just took screenshots. I will let you know. I tried without looking to get a screenshot of all the films of James Cameron, but I feel like I can do this from memory. So, I'm going to try to rank them from memory, and then I'll just take a quick peek at the list and see if I missed anything. Um, so, how do I want to do this? Should we rank from bottom to top? Should I mention a movie in the chronological order they were released and then tell you what I think about it? All right, let's be real here. Without time to gather my thoughts, which is kind of the point of this whole podcast, this is a steep incline on a wet morning. Ah, yes. The medium of podcast is great for travel adventure. Okay, so, the films of James Cameron. All right, well, I'm going to start with... I'm going to start with a pretty big one here. Um, Remember how I said all all the ways I could do this list? And I've already immediately abandoned it. That's the kind of off-the-cuff planning or lack thereof that you get from Fix My Car Cast, the podcast that you can help end by throwing money in the bucket. Um, so, James Cameron very famously made a sequel to a film that he did not direct, and people widely consider it to be better than the original. And I'm speaking, of course, of Piranha 2, The Spawning, and it may disappoint you to realize that I have not seen it. That sounds, oh my gosh, trucks, trucks everywhere. It's a trucking morning. Oh my goodness. Um, I have not seen Piranha 2, The Spawning. Um, I have seen Piranha 1, and that is the only movie in the Piranha franchise that I have seen. I think Christopher Lloyd is in one of them, and that's my automatic, I have to watch it. Don't ask me about him being cast in The Mandalorian, because uh, I don't want to watch that show. Um, but anyway, Piranha 2, haven't seen, so I'm getting that one out of the way because I'm pretty sure it's the only James Cameron movie I haven't seen. Um, so I don't know where to rank it. I can only speak to Piranha 1, directed by Joe Dante and written by John Sayles. Um, So, yeah, I wish I could speak to it. I vaguely think it might be the one where the fish can fly now. They fly now. Um, So, haven't seen, therefore cannot rank. Um, I feel like I've heard some people say it's fairly decent, um, because when you want a really awesome sequel, I guess you get James Cameron. Um, but the switcheroo movie that I was actually referencing there is, of course, Aliens, which is a fine, fine, fine action film. Um, I know there's a lot of, oh, it's, it's one of the only sequels that's better than the original. And when you do such a drastic genre shift between sequels, you almost kind of make it impossible to compare them. And I think Alien 1 is a perfect horror film. And Aliens is a pretty great action movie that also has scary elements. Um, To me, comparing them is like comparing Gremlins 1 and Gremlins 2. A topic for another day. Um, 
so yeah, I enjoy Aliens. I think I've only seen it once, um, which is offensive to some. Um, and actually, I'm not sure entirely what I can reveal, but I'm actually working on a project about Aliens. I am writing the music uh, for a video essay that I don't know what I can reveal, so I'm not gonna. But um, at the very least, if you like Aliens and you like me, take me out to dinner. But also, check out this video when it drops. Um, so yeah, I will... I know that I'm supposed to be ranking them, but so far I'm just saying this was a good one, or I haven't seen it. Aliens is a good one, um, and it feels wrong to go right into the but is it better than Alien conversation. Um, I find myself wanting to watch Alien more because it really is just to turn all the lights down and get the shit scared out of you kind of movie. Um, anyway, I can't just talk about Aliens the whole walk. Um, let's do all the other Jim Camerons. Um, speaking of sequels that are more action-packed, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Once again, I like Terminator better. I'm a fan of Terminator 1. I have no problem admitting this. I think Terminator 2 Judgment Day is an excellent film. Uh, the action is truly stunning. The visual effects are just mind-blowing. But for my money, I like the more stripped-down... Once again, it's almost like one's a horror movie and one's an action movie. Now, I'm not going to say that Terminator 1, The Terminator, um, is not an action movie. It absolutely is. Um, but I like that it seems a little more lo-fi and therefore scarier. Um, obviously all the liquid metal in Terminator 2 Judgment Day is phenomenal. But, like, it doesn't scare me. And again, your mileage may vary on what you want from your Terminators. But, um, I feel like one is just, like, this terrifying this big guy is after me and nothing will stop him. And just, that's scary. That's all you need to be scared. This guy is coming to kill you. Um, and then two is like, you know, this new guy, he could be disguised as anything. And again, like, I don't go, oh no. I just go, oh cool. Um, so for my money, for my money, two kind of feels more like a movie. Um, like, I, I'm reminded I'm watching a movie. Whereas one, I'm genuinely scared of that giant guy coming to kill me. And then just when you think you can stop him, he turns it... Spoilers for Terminator, I guess. Um, just when you think you can stop him, he turns into a robot skeleton. Um, a friend of mine uh, who thinks that puppetry always looks fake... Uh, thinks that the end of that movie is very goofy. I disagree. I think puppets are almost inherently scary. Both in how... You can tell that they're really in the room. Unlike CGI, though CGI is starting to get pretty good. Um, and the fact that they move slightly wrong due to the fact that they're being puppeted makes them scarier. Um, you know, like Yoda is the scariest creature I've ever seen. So... Um, but yeah, admittedly, I haven't watched uh, T1 or T2 in a while. Um, 
that's one I go back and forth on a lot more um, in terms of like, which one do you prefer? I don't know. You got to catch me on the, in the right mood. If I want to go, oh, the power of movies, I usually watch T2. If I want to go, oh my God, I watch T1. And what I don't do is watch anything after that, which I believe Jim Cameron did not direct anything after that, but he sure produced some of it and he sure showed up in the ads going, this is the best one. I don't trust you, Jim. Um, what else did he make? True Lies, which, okay. True Lies is a weird movie. <laughs> um, and that's putting it mildly, 007. Um, True Lies is like really misogynist and racist. And like, it's also a lot of fun, dumb action. But it's very hard to justify one when trying to enjoy the other. Um, I haven't really watched it in a while. Um, Whenever I think of it, Lindsay Ellis' essay about the fact that Jim Cameron made it while going through a bitter divorce comes to my mind. And, you know, whatever. We can death of the author all day. My lit theory family. But, but yeah, it's kind of hard to unsee that it's just a movie for a sad bastard made by a sad bastard. <laughs> um, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, amazing as always. Who else is in that? Is Paxton in that? I haven't seen it in a while. I feel like Paxton is the doofy best friend. Or is he the doofy best friend in Aliens? I can't remember. Um, there's somebody else weird in that one too. One of the Quades? Man, I haven't seen it in a while. I realize I'm supposed to be ranking these. True Lies is a good turn-your-brain-off hungover Sunday movie. Um, but, you know, again, it's, it's, a, rough, it's a rough watch. Um, but again, only like when you know the backstory. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. I just remember like the last time I watched it being like this... And the last time I watched it, I was aware of the divorce thing. And I was just kind of like, this is, this is uncomfortable. It's got some fun moments. Um, but, you know, I guess up to you if fun moments are trumped by just toxic shit. Um, okay. So what, let's see. What have I said so far? Where am I ranking it? Okay. Piranha 2 on I Haven't Seen Technicality is off to the side making eyes at me like, why haven't you watched me, Billy? What's your excuse? Well, there's a franchise. I haven't seen all the installments. And my friends who know me know this. I try to rip through them all in a weekend. Um, Because I make bad decisions. Um, So someday I'll watch Piranha, but only because I'm watching the other nine Piranhas. I have no idea how many Piranha movies there are. I just know one of them's three double D. Like boobs. Um... Hey, buddy. Today's show sponsored by dogs. Enter the promo code dogs and uh, get a hot dog. Go ahead. Try it. Enter the promo code right now. Where do you enter the promo code? Aha. Back to Jim Cameron. What else did he make? Um, oh, it should be said probably some underwater documentaries with pretentious titles. I want to say Lords of the Abyss and Songs of the Deep. Sure, those sound right. 
Did he make two? I feel like he made two. I've seen one of them. I couldn't tell you which one. And I definitely watched it because I had just eaten some special chocolate. So winning my special chocolate award is one of them James Cameron fish movies. Um, a real one, not a fake one. <sighs> I realized as I said that, oh wait, I'm not talking about Piranha 2, which is fictional, as near as I can tell, but in fairness, haven't seen it. The fog is gorgeous this morning. I feel like maybe I need to get a pick for the patrons, but that also entails turning off airplane mode. Jim Cameron. I wish I wasn't trying to be funny. I genuinely cannot think of the names of either. Hold on. Hold on. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Pull it out of your brain. I love this. When you don't know something, but you know what's in there. Okay. One of them has deep in the name, and one of them has abyss in the name. I swear. Ghosts of the Deep. Now I'm thinking it's Ghosts of the Abyss. I don't know. Let's not do this all the way to work, but... Jim Cameron has two documentaries with pretentious, forgettable titles. And at the end of the day, can you really do an underwater documentary wrong? Yes, My Octopus Teacher, which got an Academy Award. Let's not talk about it. Um, all right. Jimmy Cameron. What am I missing on the Jimmy Cameron list? Well, I haven't really talked about it yet, but Avatar. Um, and you know... I think I was probably the wrong age for Avatar, but like the age I was at when I saw it, it just hit me with this like first draft feeling of like, oh, they are, they are fucking with us. They were like, what is the most bare minimum plot we can come up with? We'll call the mineral unobtainium. We'll call the planet Pandora. We'll call the main guy, Jake Sully. And, like, when of those three things, Jake Sully is the most creative, and even then all you've got is Jake Sully. And I know action stars need to have boring, simple names so you, the boring guy, can project yourself on this boring guy. I get that. But, man, what a first draft movie. Which is especially wild considering, like, how much work went into the special effects. Big old truck! Also, we got a jogger coming up, so let's see how this interaction goes. Um, I feel like... Yeah, it just... I feel like if I was nine, I would have loved that movie, and I never would have stopped talking about it. Um, Genuinely. And I'm sure a lot of people that were nine when it came out feel the same way. But yeah, I... I just... Nothing clicked for me. I feel like I knew exactly where the story was going. I also feel like I knew a lot of the Jim Cameronisms, um, which is my band. We're playing this Sunday down at Heaven. Come check us out. Backwards hat, get some corn. And, uh, and like, you watch that movie and you suddenly are just like, huh, mech suits, check. Nature photography, though this weird form of nature where you're just smashing two animals together. That's the other bit of laziness in Avatar. Like, 
every creature design, you can just see the meeting where somebody goes, rhinoceros and crab. Okay, we're doing that. Admittedly, I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't know if there's a rhinoceros crab in it. But like, oh yeah, there's like a hammerhead shark rhinoceros. And like, yeah, all the, all the animals in that just feel like squishing other animals together. Um, I can't speak to Way of Water. It's not out yet. Um, I did see the trailer in 3D, and I went, huh, this looks pretty good in 3D, but that's it. And I kind of feel like that's what the appeal was the first time. I know so many people saying, like, you gotta see this thing in 3D. And, uh, okay. I feel like there are very few movies that you actually need to see in 3D. Though, if you were going to twist my arm to say one, Martin Scorsese's Hugo. Um, but, you know, I'm sure it's also good in 2D. Um, all right. Jim Cameron. What else did he make? I said the title of one of his movies earlier because I believe it's part of another title of one of his movies, and that is The Abyss. Um, I did see The Abyss when I was nine, and I loved it. Though I do wonder a lot if that's just my avatar, where it's like, yeah, nobody really liked this movie. Nobody ever talks about it again. You know, incredible special effects. Truly, they are incredible special effects. Um, I remember seeing a behind-the-scenes thing on TV and just being blown away. Um, So, I like The Abyss. Um, I know there's some talk of the alternate ending that they changed. Um, It does sort of leave the movie feeling a bit incomplete. Um, Like, it feels like it's building to something, and then it just kind of ends. Um... And that is because they changed the ending. Um, I tend to like movies like that. I find them really fascinating. Um, But maybe not as movies and more as just like production stories, which I'm all about. Give me production stories all day, every day. Um, Morning. Happy joggers. Happy jogging. Look at these people enjoying exercise. Even though, you know, technically, I am too. Because once I started doing these walks, I realized I felt a lot better after two months of depression. Yeah, I'll go there. Anyway, let's talk about something happy. Titanic, the greatest film ever made. Here's the thing. Titanic really is as good as Titanic is. Like, it is just, look, we're making a spectacle movie. We're going to go big. And big day went. And I'm tired of all this. Well, there's a lot of action in the second half, but oh boy, what a slog getting there. Shut up. It's a beautiful romance. Everything is coming in at 110%. Every line is a winner. It is just amazing. Okay, maybe the stuff set modern day could be scaled back a little. I don't think the movie needs to be that long. Um... I have a lot of that movie just burned into my brain because I love it so much. Um, So yeah, for me, Jim Cameron's best is Titanic. Coming in at number two, I think I would put The Terminator. Um, Then, uh, ooh. I'm gonna go Aliens, then Terminator 2. Maybe a controversial choice, 
people who care about aliens in Terminator 2 really care about aliens in Terminator 2. I don't want to make them fight. I think aliens fits its own theme a little better. Um, if you heard the episode where I can talk about time travel forever, um, I do like that Terminator 1 seems to have this very clean time travel story. No loose ends. Definitely some things that I'm not going to use the word plot hole, but I am going to use the word, eh, if you think about that, it don't really make sense. Um, but for my money, one is this beautiful, airtight time travel story, and two ain't. I feel like people talk about when the Terminator franchise went off the rails, and for me, in terms of time travel rules, it's two actually. That's when it starts to get messy. It's like, wait a minute. You can't have immutable stuff and mutable stuff. Anyway. So. Titanic. Titanic. Terminator. Aliens. Terminator 2. The Abyss. Uh, True Lies. Piranha 2 is off to the side on a technicality. Um... The documentaries are off to the side because I can't even remember their names and can only endorse the special chocolate nature of them. Uh, so that's my, that's my ranking. And now I'm going to pull out the old internet list and see how I did. Good, we're still recording. Uh, good, we're still recording. I'm so terrified of this thing glitching. All right, what did I miss? Aliens of the Deep, Ghosts of the Abyss. Those were the titles. Uh, yeah, bingo, bango, I got them all. Good for me. Um, not counting that I didn't get the titles right on uh, the documentaries. Anyway, that was uh, Fix My Car Cast, hosted by Bear Claw Billy. Throw some money in the thing, please and thank you. And uh, as always, I'll be back.